0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another powerful conversation with yet another powerful woman. Um, I'm delighted to have um, Sarah Powell with me today. She has a very enviable business um, that I would use and consume the products of, and I'm sure I will do at some point in the future, but I'm going to let her introduce herself to you and what she does. Hi, Sarah. Thank you for joining. Hey, Claire. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: Um, Yeah, so I'm Sarah Powell. I'm the founder of Impactory. And we basically offer eco-luxury wellness retreats for women executives who are seeking more purpose and less stress at work. And the way I got there, the inspiration for this business, I guess, was my own struggle with coming from corporate. I used to be in consulting and I loved the challenge of the work, but I wasn't feeling as connected to my purpose or feeling as inspired by the work. And I actually ended up taking a leave of absence from my consulting job to go and live and work in India. We had a a great, Um, benefit where you could take a sabbatical for three months so I went and did that and that was honestly one of the most inspiring things that I've ever done in my life and was just such a pivotal moment because I saw um, when I was there I was working with a social enterprise that was focused on curbing human trafficking by creating economic opportunities for at-risk women and that really helped me to see wow all the stuff that I'm doing for my consulting clients I can do here in developing economies and, mm-hmm. and truly change the lives of the families and the women that we were working with and from there I was pretty much hooked I just loved social entrepreneurship I had never seen, you know, being able to apply those business principles in a setting like that. I'd only been exposed to that in the corporate world. So, so yeah, from there I ended up going to, well, I worked a little bit longer and then I ended up moving to Spain to do my MBA. And after that, I really wanted to continue doing that meaningful work. And so I co-founded a clean water social enterprise in Ethiopia. And maybe we can talk about that a little later, but that was definitely one of the um, just such a, an impactful experience for me. And after that, I ended up going back to corporate because I needed to pay off my massive loan that I took out for my MBA So I did that for a bit. I was a chief operating officer of the U.S. company, but I was still living in Spain. Um, And through all of that, I actually ended up really suffering from burnout. So I was feeling I was doing this inspiring work, but then how can I still do this and make money? Um, and so I, I ended up feeling so stressed that I ended up having a lot of medical challenges where I wasn't able to work anymore. And this for me was a real wake up call. And this was the real inspiration for creating my business was I started to see all these other women just like me who were, you know, you put a goal in front of them, they will achieve it. They will exceed your expectations. They're extremely capable, but it's not in alignment with what they truly believe in their core values and living out of alignment for so long. is just, you can only do that for so long. So um, for me, I ended up having this medical crisis where I really couldn't work. I was having all these different um, medical challenges, but eventually I was able to discover just a more intentional way of living and getting in touch with what my body was screaming at me to pay attention to. And, and yeah, so from there I ended up leaving my COO job and just deciding to take time for myself. I know that's a luxury that, you know, maybe some people can't afford. Um, but that was something I'm so grateful that I, I was able to save and prioritize that. And, and now it's, definitely not easy building a business <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's not like it's easier but it's it's different the the type of stress you have it's more it's not a chronic stress it's just you know, there are times when there are deadlines and things like that. And, and so basically the the retreats are an opportunity for women who are feeling burnout, feeling out of alignment to enjoy just being completely pampered, taking care of what I think every woman's dream is, um, and then really giving them the space to get in touch with, you know, what it is, what is it that they actually want? How are they really doing? And and then letting go of those limiting beliefs that they have and and supporting them to actually achieve those dreams. So yeah, So that's kind of the, the cliff notes of yeah. uh, uh, where I was, my journey and, and how I got here today.
0: That's that's incredible. And what I'd like to um, pick back up on is sort of winding the clock all the way back to. When you were in in consulting and you felt um, that you you liked the work, but you were, there was something that wasn't right and unfulfilled. I think there's lots of women that find themselves in that situation, but it's quite hard to pinpoint exactly what feels wrong. Can you sort of explain how you knew that it was wrong at that point?
1: I think I just. I remember I just didn't feel I just knew something was off. And honestly, I didn't know what the next step was. I think that's people think, oh, one day I'm going to wake up and have clarity on what the next thing is. But for me, I just knew that living in Washington, D.C., working at this job, living this life, like although it was on the surface, exactly what society and people told me you know success and happiness would look like but I think having that and then knowing deep down like and knowing intuitively this is not it for me I just decided I know this isn't it so I'm going to try something else and so that's what and I was you know applying for different jobs it just felt like the same same thing so I ended up just, I mean, for me, I'm a go big or go, go home kind of girl. So I just sold all my stuff. And I felt, I went on a trip to Spain, I felt this connection there. And I was like, let's do this. Um, But, you know, for me, and I think a lot of people are afraid to take that leap, because they think, well, if I leave my consulting job, or, you know, whatever, if I leave my corporate job, then I've blown up my whole life. And it's like, you really haven't. There are so many ways to kind of test that out. You can start talking to other people that you're kind of curious about a certain path or, you know, for me, I was like, I am very employable. I know I could go back to the same exact job if I wanted to. And I think reminding people of that, that yeah. it's not like your CV is a race just because you quit. Um, you know, you, you still have your network and all of those things. So, yeah, I think I just try to encourage people to just try things. And yeah what you don't like is just as valuable as um you know figuring out what you do like and I think it's just part of the process.
0: Yeah, no exactly. So if you got like a, a top tip for somebody who's feeling what you're saying that is resonating with them and they just need that slight little push off the uh, off the starting line. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think you know a lot of people just say, I'm not sure what my passion is and And I don't think that's true. I think that is something that people tell themselves because it actually serves them to stay small, to stay in their comfort zone. And in reality, you know, if you ask your friends, that's a great way to do it. Ask your friends and family, hey, what do you think that I, I really love doing? And they'll probably tell you, oh, you know, you're you're so into fitness or, you know, meditation and yoga or cooking or music, whatever it is, it's very obvious to the, you know, your friends and your network. So I think kind of following that maybe you volunteer for me, I was always volunteering with different uh, women's organizations. And I loved even when I was volunteering, I wasn't wanting to for example I got this homeless shelter that I was volunteering at I didn't want to just work in the kitchen I was like hey what's your fundraising strategy can do you want me to work on this with you or another one it was like I saw your website you have amazing programs but this is re- your message is not coming through do you want to work on a marketing strategy and so I was always combining Thanks. that social side with business and and so for me I just kind of followed those little breadcrumbs and I think people just start exploring that and you will, more opportunities will just come your way. You'll start building your network in there, in, in that space. And I think people just get so worried about or caught up on how am I going to do this? Just think about why and just go do some small things. Don't, don't worry about how it's all going to unfold because it's going to unfold in ways you could have never conceived of. So, so I
0: just like
1: go, just start doing something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's really valuable. And it goes back to that sort of feeling of being very present with how you are feeling right now. Um, Because, you know, the past is, is kind of irrelevant. It got us to where we are, but the, the future, I mean, really anything is possible in, in the future, Um, which is actually quite a, relief when you really (laughs) fully grasp that you know really anything is possible um i i think at least anyway Um, yeah i
1: agree (laughs) and i think
0: people they
1: they have such a limited view of what is possible for them and you know it's nine to five or but i that's why creating the retreats for me was so important because it gives you a space to just Think and be creative without all the constraints of your day to day. So I think if people can find a space where they can just decompress and just get in tune with themselves, everything—it's all already inside you. You don't need, you know, answers from someone else. It's you know, deep down, it's just if you take the time to slow down and listen.
0: Yeah. So I have an interesting. Well, I, I think it's an interesting question. So obviously, um setting up um, the purpose of setting up a retreat is to create this environment that gives everybody else that space. How do you um, create that environment for yourself?
1: Mm. Yeah, it's, I have to be very intentional because I work from home and because my company is international, I am doing calls like this, where it's virtual. And so what I do, for me, I make sure to do things that are more social. So I try to make sure that I go to the gym a few times a week, or I don't even go to the gym, I go to different classes, that's something where I can really focus, I love doing Pilates, yoga, um, things like that. I also have a daily meditation practice. So I that has been just completely life-changing for me where it just, even when it's the most chaotic of times, I can sit down for three minutes and like, like just breathe, (laughs) you know, because a lot of times you don't even realize you're like clenched and just uh, like you're, you know, white knuckling through the day. Um, So meditation has really helped me and I think a really big thing for me, and I think a lot of people kind of overlook the value of just fun, just playtime, everything is so structured. So um, having my dog Remy, we go to the park and, you know, he brings out a very playful, just like silly side, which I think is, is so important. But one thing that I've, you know, for me that I've been struggling with recently, and I think a lot of people with this shift in work um, to fully remote is realizing I, I totally underestimated the value of in-person connection. And I and I know a lot of people that are saying this is kind of like the new pandemic is loneliness. And yeah. even, and it's, I didn't realize that I was experiencing this because I do talk to people a lot all the time, but it's virtual. Yeah. and. What is lost through the computer screen, I don't know exactly, but just, like, I used to do um, salsa dancing classes and Spanish classes and, and just things that the connection wasn't necessarily so deep, but there was that face-to-face human interaction, yeah. um, that's something that I, I make sure to prioritize as well, is just that, that face-to-face time.
0: Yeah. Now, I I hear you on that one and I definitely uh, feel the same. And I think the the lifesaver for me has been um, combining a a few things together. So running outside Mm -hmm. with one of my best friends um, three times a week and aiming for a goal is just ticks so many Boxes all all in one go. That sort of being outside and being with nature, particularly first thing in the morning, when you know at certain times of the year the 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 sun is is rising. Other times of the year it's pitch black, but you've always got somebody that you can just as you're running and you're side by side. So you haven't got the necessarily the intensity of face to face communication, but they're there and and you can literally talk about anything. And wow, we really do talk about anything and everything. uh, and at the same time, you're, you know, you're getting fit and working towards towards the goal. So um, I don't know where I would personally be without that ritual that I have in my life. So I definitely hear what you're saying on that one.
1: Yeah. And I think having something like that, that's a like a, a very regular thing. It's not like oh, I'm catching up with a friend once a month, because I think when you have that regular multiple times a week, it's you get more into the like minutia of your life, you know, just little things that those little things really make a difference. Yeah, and right. yeah, I, I meet, I have so many friends that I've met um, at the dog park. So we'll just message, Hey, I'm heading to the park. Do you want to meet up or I'll run into friends a lot of time, just on the street with the dogs. So, um, so yeah, that's been also for me just helpful to be outside doing something active and just, yeah it's just less less scheduled, and yeah. yeah you know we're running or we're walking or just chatting, hanging walking in the park, just something like that I think is so valuable but can be overlooked a lot of times
0: yeah, no, I agree with you, and there's that power of the pet isn't there, if there's just something about that <laughs> pet um yeah is relationship is just really quite quite incredible as well. Yeah. Um, yeah so um, you, you said um, about one of the biggest challenges you've had or notices so far is is uh, that feeling of loneliness or lacking in, in-person contact. Um, what um, what are the greatest fears that you have in setting up your business um, and how do you get around those? Yeah, I think
1: I don't really have, specific fears necessarily and I think it's I really not that I'm fearless it's that I have overcome such like difficult circumstances time and time again in my life that Mm -hmm. I have I have trust in myself and I can have courage in the face of fear so even I'm more like if that thing happens, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. And I have confidence that whatever the situation is, I will be resourceful and be able to support myself um, and that kind of thing. So I don't worry too much about specific things, but I mean, with this business in particular, because it's something I'm so passionate about and there's, it's, there's, the line between me and the business is very blurred and yeah. so with that it has become it's brought up so many things for me just my own any kind of any kind of unresolved trauma childhood wounds whatever any and all of that is coming up at different points through through the business and so you know if i launch a retreat it doesn't go well or not that it doesn't go well. It's just, I'm not getting the response that I had expected. Yeah, It's, I really need to make sure that I have support around me to remind me, Hey, this is normal part of business. You're learning and you just started this and, and just remembering that my worth is not connected to the success of a launch, (laughs) you know, that, um, it's, but it does bring up just a lot of things. So I always try to tell people like, if you are thinking about starting a business, don't think you're just gonna quit your nine to five and then start the business and it's just gonna, you know, take off and be great. I mean, maybe it will, but I think people don't realize. I tell people take at least three months because you're probably gonna melt into a puddle <laughs> right after because you're just so exhausted. And then, you know, really getting yourself in a good place. Like, What happened in corporate? How did I get to this place? Because you don't want to be acting from a place of desperation. Yeah. Um, But yeah, for me, I think it's just it's been um, really important for me to like have a coach, have my therapist, have my meditation practice, journaling, and those really keep me grounded when I am feeling really anxious and stressed about you know something something that's coming up a launch or or things like that and it it helps me not get into this kind of like low vibe victim fear um state or even if I go there I don't stay there for very long so yeah
0: what's your top tip for um anyone that sort of is working at home and has these kind of slightly blurred boundaries between home and work life, um, mm-hmm. what's your tip on putting in place uh, boundaries to try to help uh, have that differentiation a bit clearer? Yeah,
1: for me, one thing that's worked is having strict cutoff times. So I have like an alarm set on my phone. So I, my schedule's shifted a little. So I stop working at 9, but I don't start until kind of like 1 o'clock, of yeah. 1 or 2 so I really like a slow morning go to a workout class go to the park that kind of thing um but for me just having strict um working hours and I mean of course there are times when you might have to work a little later but I really try to stick to that yeah get out immediately after so like go to the park um yeah, I think that's been really helpful. And I think just connecting with other people who are also on the entrepreneurial route or, you know, whatever it is that you're in, even if you're in corporate, someone who's at your level that can understand the struggles that you're yeah. going with and just reminding you you're not alone, um, I think is really powerful. So yeah, for me, I think having setting boundaries with myself is the yes. is the biggest thing for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like I like the way that you've stepped into having comp- your completely own time zone that you work in um, and giving yourself the the morning. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So tell me um, or tell us about your your next retreat, where it's going to be, what people can get out of it, etc. cetera.
1: Yeah. So the next one will be in Nepal this November and I'm doing a little bit of a shift. So um, this retreat is really going to focus on people who are in that point of career transition and they're really asking themselves what's next. So kind of like we talked before, I know this isn't it, but I'm not sure what's next. And so this will give them an opportunity to explore um, what are things. So basically getting in touch with, you know, what are their values um, and how they can use that as a compass to find work that is really meaningful to them. Mm -hmm. So they're more in integrity and whether that's in corporate or if they're starting their own business, kind of what do those next steps look like? And also, um, helping them as far as personal transformation just helping them to realize okay what what are the fears that I'm having that are holding me back from making this change you know from quitting my job or looking for a new one that kind of thing what are the what's the self-doubt what's at the root of this the limiting beliefs so that they can let go of those things and and really build that confidence to take that next step so yeah. they'll have- that and it's all eco luxury, fabulous. We have the spa, and you know, you're connecting with just other really incredible uh, women who are just like them, but all across the globe. So, yeah. I think that's something that is really powerful just being in the community of other women, realizing, like I said, you're not alone, um, but also, you know, you're. Creating these meaningful connections with them, but also being able to tap into their networks as well. So you know, yeah. if you're into a new industry, maybe they know people. That- yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm really really excited about it. And Nepal has just been for me personally such a special place on my own healing journey. The the Himalayas are. Just indescribable, magical, oh my goodness, just completely awe-inspiring. So to see those up close, it's it's really spiritual grounding, grounding place that I think is just the perfect setting for, you know, just relaxing, breathing, and getting in touch with who you are truly underneath all of the, you know, all the layers of what society and your family and all these things have told you you should do, um, you know. In touch with yourself and connecting with other people and just a, a greater
0: purpose yeah and how how long do does a retreat last for because to me it sounds like I could just go on and uh, be on the retreat forever frankly it sounds completely <laughs> ideal
1: yeah I know um so our retreats last from five to seven days and we have one in Nepal and we also have one in Mallorca
0: as well amazing amazing <laughs> And so, what? How do you see the the vision for Impactree over the next, uh, say, three to five years? Where do you see um, it heading?
1: I think for, for Impactory expanding to, I also want to include a location in the Americas. So I'm thinking about Mexico. We'll see. Um, Cause I know geography can, is something that's important to people. Yeah. So because we have Europe is Mallorca and then um, Asia, we have Nepal. So I do want to expand to one other location at least. And, and also I think connecting with a, uh, corporate like corporate education or executive learning doing because I think that's where a lot of a lot of employers are realizing the value and in investing in the well-being of their employees and how mm-hmm. if they can get more in touch with what it is that they truly value and connect that with the company I mean there's just all kinds of data that shows how much more productive they are and happy, Um, the retention is greater. So, so yeah, that's another area that I'm uh, hoping to explore as well. And, and also, you know, I'm just staying open. It's like, you never know what doors are going to open that kind of thing. But for me, honestly, if I can just, you know, continue to live a life where I'm feeling like I am living my truth and inspiring other people who yeah. do the same. And then when I see them doing it, it inspires me. So it's just this whole um, really beautiful cycle of just inspiring each other.
0: Yeah. And I think there's something really interesting in what you say there is that it's all, very, it's all very well having a vision of where you would like things to go. But mm-hmm. to not be attached to that, which is obviously one of the principles of, of mindfulness or meditation and yoga is not being attached to it so that if something else does open up, that um, you you can follow the path of, of that if that's what feels right for you at the time. Um, and, you know, it's actually quite you know exciting and liberating, sometimes not knowing where life is going to take you. Um, it's like a little adventure on a daily basis.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I try to think of life as just I have – my goal at a high level, and I kind of use that as my North Star, my compass. But how that unfolds, I really try to stay open to opportunity. And, and I've always been pleasantly surprised, and, and also just realized wow, I never would have imagined that this is what this would have happened. You know, this yeah. is how it would have unfolded. So, yeah, yeah. it worked for me that, that approach.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. So do you have um, – because I know you, you talked about living life um, intentionally. Mm-hmm. Do you um, have a specific intention or a motto or a, a, a something that you use to motivate yourself when things are feeling difficult or just in general to keep that positivity around you?
1: Mm. I My motto is usually – like you only live once. That is my, that keeps me, if I'm feeling down about something, I'm feeling weighed down, anxious, that helps me kind of keep things in perspective that like this moment in the grand scheme of things is not as, it's not that it's as important. It's just yeah. let it go. Like just breathe through this. Um, there this one moment is not going to define your life. And yeah. so it kind of just, you know, helps me realize we're like a little piece of sand floating around <laughs> the universe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it also inspires me to just go for it. You know, if there's, you know, I, I think a lot of people, I'll, I'll wait, you know, five years or I'll wait till I'm retired or I'm just going to work here this much longer. You know, just again, making all of these excuses that are very rational. Yeah. yeah this is true. But again, I think it's really underlying. It's keeping you small. And I'm here to just live life to the fullest. And I just feel like, you know, nothing is promised, like tomorrow is not promised. So I try to really live in the moment
0: and just, yeah, live life to the fullest. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. So just to, to finish off, um, how can people, I'll put it in the, in the show notes anyway, but what's the best way of finding out about your retreats and getting in touch with you?
1: Um, Yes. So they can go to impactory.com. It's impact, I-M-P-A-C-T and then U-R-Y.com, or they can connect with me on LinkedIn, Sarah Powell, and... You can email me from there. There's, you know, different ways on the website to connect with me. But,
0: yeah, I think on the website or through LinkedIn are, are the best ways. Yeah. I love it these days how you can actually just point people in the right direction and it's uh, you don't have to necessarily reel off complicated email addresses and um, handles, <laughs> etc. So, yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much for, for joining me today, Sarah. Um, I wish you all the best with your... Nepal retreat um I'm sure it's going to be massively popular um and can't wait to hear where you go in the Americas in um in years to come as well so that sounds very exciting thank you so much for joining me thanks and yeah thanks so much for having me this is a great chat my pleasure thank you